Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about showing people the error of their ways. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, how can I show my company that it's a bad idea to not have a proper software architecture and do testing and things of this nature? So the short answer is you can wait until everything crashes and burns and people start asking the question, why is this so horrible? How can we, how can we improve this? Or you can be the expert or you can possibly, this very rarely works, but you can possibly also highlight improvements to an already existing shitty situation. That's a, pretty much all the things you can do. This is a really, really problematic thing. It is. I really, really feel so. Because convincing people that something is really bad or that something needs to change is really, I'm going to be honest, I, re, I know that it is, that there, there are tons of people who has this idea that you can do the, the last thing I was talking about, that you can just do a presentation or something like that and then suggest an improvement. And you can absolutely do that. But I will argue that whenever you put together a PowerPoint presentation or you go up on stage or you, and you start pitching different ideas, Unless your idea is in some way more actually more compelling in some fashion and the people that are listening are actually opening open to the idea, which is usually only going to happen if they're technical people. It's very hard for a developer to sell the idea that you need to overhaul a business process because for business, for business people, they already like they don't they don't care, guys. They don't. They don't care at all. They don't give a shit about your amazing ideas unless it equates to faster delivery times without pretty much any cost. And that's about it. They are only interested in one single thing and that is that it works and that it works on time. Or rather that's two things, if we're keeping track. And so I will say that that is extremely hard to do. And this problem is just extremely hard in general, but I have seen this work other times as well. And the first thing that, like, that usually works is if they already feel the pain, like really feel the pain. And that is, I mean, stuff has to go fairly far until the business people starts to like the people who are in some fashion responsible feels that, oh, now we need to address this issue. So all you can really do is that you can highlight and say, we have issues, we have issues, we have issues. Until they really feel it themselves, they won't listen pretty much. Or maybe you will get a token capacity here and there and so forth. Most it's more because they want to keep you happy than it is because they really want to invest in things. And the, this is, it has to, this is, I'm sorry to say, this seems to be a human thing where unless the house is literally on fire, nobody's gonna care. As long as it doesn't feel, like, feel tangible and they don't feel that sense of urgency, they will just keep on trucking like normal and they will ignore any type of issues, no matter how much you warn them. So that is the most 
the, the, like the most solid way of being able to suggest an improvement or anything like that. You basically have to wait until the shit is so bad for the company that they need to address it in some fashion because otherwise it's going to impact future work, delivery speed, anything like that. Anything that is tied into money or stuff of this nature is the thing that is going to dictate if they're going to do on and do anything pretty much. The second thing that you can do is that you can be the expert. And being the expert is probably, I would say that most times when I see a company actually adopt new principles and actually go in a new direction, it is a combination of one and two. So they are feeling some strains, they have some type of issue with certain areas, and then some person comes along who has a fair bit of seniority, ideally almost a little bit of fame, and suggests something that sounds pleasing to the company and they kind of just adopt it immediately. They don't have to work for this. this they, like the last example I gave, like where you have to do presentations and stuff of this nature, you can, they don't, they might do something like that, but they don't actually have to work all that much for it because their opinion is already so highly valued within the company that pretty much anything goes. An example of such an individual is, or an example of such a situation can be that if you are a junior developer and you want to move from one tool to another because you think that that's going to make an improvement or change your work process or something like that, you have to have the, you basically have to be in a situation where people are already open to listening to you. And you can present and you can suggest and so forth, you know, until the cows come home, but that's not going to change. But if the CTO comes in, that person just snaps their fingers and I promise you it will happen immediately. Immediately. The day after, maybe even the same day. Because that's usually how it goes. It's not about whether something is a good idea or a bad idea when you're trying to move people in a new direction. It is about who said it. That's it. Who, 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 has, who made the call? If it's a junior developer, nobody fucking cares. If it's the CTO, everybody cares because that person is both more powerful, well, higher up in the food chain, and they're also the they, they also have the perceived at least seniority to make a good decision. So what I want you to take away from this is that if you want to move your company in a better direction than you currently are, than they're currently working or like improve some type of work process. The three ways you can do that is either through waiting, uh, highlighting issues and waiting until things are so bad that people are literally asking for a solution to this problem. Unfortunately, that's a very, it, it really is a shitty way of working. And it's also a really, the horrible part is that that never really takes care of a holistic type of thing. It might help you with one issue, but it's not gonna help you with taking like a, you know, grabbing the bull by the horns or on the whole company. It's just gonna help with one part. The second thing is that you can be an expert, a person who has a lot of influence or someone who is perceived to have really good ideas or be very respected in the work environment because perception is everything, even in, even in software development. <clears throat> well, not in software development, but in office politics. And office politics is, an, is unfortunately an evil we have as well as quite a lot of other companies, I'm sorry to say. 
lastly, you can try to push for better improvements by making presentations and like you know, holding meetings and stuff like that. The issue with this is that this very rarely works unless you are, as I said, already perceived to be a little bit of an authority on something. And it also takes a lot of time. It, it takes a lot of energy from you and you have to invest in. And I mean, you're not going to get the most likely get capacity during your work hours to do this. So unless you can steal that time during work hours, you have to do that in your spare time. And that brings you back to the brings us back to the fundamental question. Do you want to invest all of this time in order to help people that are not open to the idea of saving themselves? That's something I leave up to you. Some people are open to do this and some people are not. But all I can tell you is that just make sure that it's worth it because otherwise you might just wear yourself out and get really frustrated and nobody and still nobody's going to listen to you. And that might leave you a very bitter and angry programmer. Have a great day.